to the Only Pop Culture Podcast. My name is Rick, and I am joined in studio, not as always, not by my regular co-host, but by my good friend and friend of the pod, Jalali. Hello there, podcast universe. I'm here in the flesh with Rick. Rick, if you want, you can feel free to call me Robbie if you want. I might slip up at some point. Yeah. <laughs> how do you How do you feel being in the studio? Very good. It's exactly as I pictured. There's okay. a lot of you've been here before. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, but you can feel free to uh, use your imagination. Podcast world. This is exactly what you'd think. There's a lot of <laughs> a lot of nerd stuff going on here. And, feel like I'm going to have to uh, punch some dweebs, but we'll get through it. We'll get through <laughs> so, it. Whatever you're imagining in your head, that's exactly what it is. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I did have an introduction. You know, like I give Robbie the uh, the classic introduction. Yeah. I did have one ready for you. Yeah. Did you want it? Oh, or? absolutely. I was, it I, better be good. All right. And this, I'll, I'll rewind it back to the start and we'll go again. And I am joined in studio by my good friend, the Gilberg to my Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is phenomenal. It's a very niche reference. It's that very a niche. A lot of people aren't going to get. Yeah. <laughs> but that's because we're here to talk about wrestling that's today. That's it. This yeah. wrestling pod today. Big fans of wrestling. Have been for a while. We've got the biggest event, in my opinion. Not, I mean, I guess technically not the biggest event, but my favorite event of the wrestling calendar is coming up this weekend. And we're going to be talking about that in a minute. We've got the Royal Rumble. That's it. It's the big <laughs> one. It's You are right. It's a big uh, a moment. This one, even wherever you stand, whether it's allegiances this way or that way, <laughs> you, you definitely put a pin in it. And you always have this in the biz. Like, if I'm going to tune in and watch one or two events, even if it's just the casual one, this is one of them. Yeah. So. yeah. I mean, you tiptoed around it there. Is you are an AEW oh, fan. Fuck WWE. <laughs> I'm done with them. You all suck. <laughs> we are here We are here to talk about a WWE product, <laughs> but you are an AEW fan, but obviously also just a fan of wrestling in general as well. Yes. So. Yes. Yeah. Most definitely have been for years. Yeah. So we'll, uh, we'll kick it off. We're going to do just a bit of a, a bit of a general discussion about our, our journey with wrestling and why, why we enjoy wrestling before we jump into the Royal Rumble. So I guess the first question is like, how, how, what is your history? With wrestling, how how did you grow up with wrestling? So I'm one of six, so I've got four older brothers um, and one younger adopted sister, and all my brothers right into wrestling. So naturally, just gravitated towards that, like passionate. Like where I dropped off for many years, most of them have like run with it and supporting it very passionately. Like. Uh, had many uh, backyard wrestling matches with them. Um, one, <laughs> one, which one of my brothers, uh, a, a big passion of his was uh, buying luchador masks and uh, spandexes of nice. used yep. uh, in indie oh. wrestlers. Oh. So, oh, yes. okay. so <laughs> not so nice. <laughs> uh, no, no. So naturally grew up with that. Yeah, household with five boys in there is just chaos. Yeah, rough uh, and tumble. Uh, very rough and tumbled. I, re- I remember. So before I was born, my brothers have a, a, a saying. They, they still say that's I was still dead, um, which upsets a lot of people. But uh, <laughs> in a period when I was still dead, one of the stories my brothers told me is like uh, they were recreating a steel cage match. So it's like, oh, yes, yeah. Mid, mid 80s. Cage. They used all their metal bed frames to make the ring. <laughs> Jeez. That so already nat- sounds rough. <laughs> it, it was, it was. But naturally, the youngest sibling at the time, he was targeted being the smallest and most frailest who they could just pick up and continually to throw into the, the bed phrase, leading to uh, him getting split open and 
The funny thing was, he was the only one got that girl told off by mum about it. He's like, what are you doing? Oh, well, it's bleeding out. Yes, yes. So who was doing, like, were they just commentating as they were going along? No, and- I feel like I could imagine exactly how it went down. They set the bed frames up. They grabbed my youngest brother at the time and just kind of hoiked him yeah. <laughs> into <laughs> the awesome. side. Yeah, we're going to play a game. Okay, cool. Bang, done. Um, so I feel like that's exactly how it went down. But yeah, so naturally gravitated towards born wrestling. Born into it almost. Born in, yeah, yeah, that's it. Born in, I was born in the fire. Um, <laughs> no, brother's right into it. And then, yeah, probably youngest conscious memory was like, yeah, early 90s. Yeah. Just being a fan of it, I think, gravitated to the Rockers. Shawn Michaels tag team with Marty Jannetty. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're okay. Yeah. Shattered when they broke up, but still led us to one of the greatest exploits of seeing Marty Jannetty jump through a glass frame when they broke <laughs> up. But um, yeah, always was a fan of it still to this day. I mean, there was probably a good 10 years where I gave up on it, but yeah, I feel like that's, I feel like, I don't know, maybe this is just me relating to that because yeah. I don't know if that's a common thing or not, but I have had a very sort of up and down relationship yes. with wrestling. The same, like I came into it like mid nineties, mid to late nineties, yeah. towards the end of the, uh, I think probably the most popular, like phase yeah. in wrestling of the Attitude Era, and that was me, my brother. We had some really close family friends who were yeah. the same age as us, and all playing the wrestling games, growing up on that, and the same thing, like you're always wrestling each other in oh, the backyard, yeah. in the yard. Like I, the amount Let's of times, get sweaty that, boys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's take our shirts off, <laughs> wrestling. <with her. laughs> what a great time waster! Got like, shirts off. What are you doing? Nothing. I can. Yeah, there's, there's. I have vivid memories of my brother putting me in the walls of Jericho, <laughs> sitting <laughs> with on my the back. knee on the head, <laughs> pulling my legs up, my, my feet touching the back of my head as yeah. he's sitting in square in my back. You know, I've got vivid memories of that. And then, yeah, same thing. Like you hit that kind of like early teens, it dropped off a little bit. Then. Yeah. Late high school years, I got back into it again until like it was the those mid two thousands, mid late two thousands when I really like rekindled it again. I was yeah. like, oh yes, this is sick. I don't know. It's for me. It's it's always been something which I've always enjoyed consuming. Like, yeah, but I haven't always gone out of my way to do it. That's it. it, it I mean, the biggest like why, why do you watch wrestling? It's fake. I fucking know that. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's simple. Like, like I'm not an idiot. Just, yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> um, I think it's just like I look at it. It's like, I, well, my rebuttal was straight. I was like, do you watch an action movie? And yeah. I'm like, yeah. It's like, what, tell me the difference. Like, yeah. these people are doing it real life. So the thing that I've always said to that is that like the way that I picture wrestling is that it's almost. I think I've said this to you before. It's like home and away. Yeah, but with fighting. Yeah, you know? right. <laughs> like it's like actual fights. And the thing is that they're actual athletes, right? The, that's exactly it. I'm not doing it. Like, uh, yes, matches are predetermined. Yes. We know that. We're not idiots. We still accept it. The results it's, are predetermined. Yeah, but I think the fact that there's people like the athleticism, uh, the dangers involved. Uh, like people are still hurt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Like I, the injuries are real. I don't even like getting tickled. So <laughs> like, there's absolutely no way I'm doing half the stuff. No, it's enjoyable. It's, it's good. It's I find it, it. It's been a good little, a nice little escape. Yeah, it's fun to watch. See what storylines and see what they can work and whatnot. So because yeah. when you get hooked, when you get hooked on a storyline or something or you connect to a wrestler or you buy into what they're doing and then you take a step back and you're like, I just bought into something that's completely fake. And it feels yeah. great. Like yeah, you're, yeah, you're there exactly. for the ride. So. I mean, I spent a lot of my time on this podcast talking about things that aren't real. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's kind of my jam. Great. Yeah, great. <laughs> Never made that connection. So, you know, like I read comics, I'm watching movies, I'm watching TV shows, yeah. all of this stuff 
is not real. Yeah. So it's just wrestling's the, fact- the most real thing. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Out of everything that I'm consuming, this is the most realistic. This is the most real. And I there's have no in my way life. that like you look at people like you know when we talk about Brock Lesnar. Yeah. That's a, he's a real yeah. fighter. Yeah. You know, there's no he's way still that, a whim. like people that are like, oh, it's all fake. Yeah. They're not, they're not actually yeah. doing anything. Like there's no way that I am stepping into the squared circle and putting my, like <laughs> anything on the line against Brock Lesnar. Even if the, the results are predetermined, I am not getting picked up by a 150 yes. kilo man and then dropped on my back. Yeah. I still think you're a wimp, Brock. Yeah. I'll fight you, You Brock. and your big penis tattoo on your chest. It's not a sword. Never been a big Brock Lesnar fan myself. Yeah. I've always been a bit more of a fan of the the underdogs. Yeah, you know, I, I think I think I've dug him a bit when he well, his last run or whatever. I think he's back now. But Wait, you've um, got Cowboy Brock now. Yeah, <laughs> well that's it. It's so Farmer cool. Brock. <laughs> it's, it's like I'm going to come into my own terms. I'm going to be Farmer Brock. Yeah. Like, <laughs> okay, I yeah. guess this is the direction yeah, that we're taking this ponytail now. looking thing. And, yeah, rocks up in a uh, what was it? It's the the plaid, yeah, sleeveless plaid vest. <laughs> Drove into a wrestling match in a tractor. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I think he's done the he's done it all. It's probably just like yeah, I just want to have a run and enjoy yeah. it a little bit more. And it's it's one of those things where I do like that. There's always a different character. It's always it's always creative. You know, it's not just a couple of guys that are just you know in jeans having a fight. Yes, it's you know there's unless a it's a street fight. Well, exactly. But you've got like the Undertaker who for. 30 years yeah. was playing an undead. It's like, so, it, except for that. It's like, so dumb. Like, except for that two year period where he was the American <laughs> Man. <Badass. laughs> oh boy, have I got some news for you, Rick. <laughs> I mean, it, come into the ring in a, on his Harley yeah. to uh, Limp Biscuit. Yeah. I was, <laughs> his, that's what I was about to bring. Entrance music it, was Limp Biscuit. Keep rolling, 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 <laughs> rolling. What? Um, and then what? I think rolled with some Kid Rock as well. Yeah. And just pinnacle of music, Limp Bizkit and Kid Rock. Won't lie. I'm sure those were his choices. <laughs> oh, they, they were definitely. I think they were definitely ways. He's like, this is pretty badass. I'm going to do this. Yeah. Come on, Kid Rock. <laughs> bow in, bow. <laughs> this sounds tough. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. He he could be just a complete dork and is like out of touch with yeah. music and is like, what are you young kids listening to with the body of the and the wood? <laughs> <laughs> as, yeah, as he rolls down to the ring on his Harley. Yeah. That yeah. was, yeah, that was, for me, that time, the American badass time of Undertaker, that time in general in WWE was peak wrestling for me. Yeah. I loved that I feel like over that time I'd started tuning out quite heavily. I feel like I backed off maybe. Yeah. After, like, maybe 2002. I know that the exact moment I started backing off, there's the storyline with Kane, like, just stalking later, and it's like, this is yeah. this is yeah. weird, and this is dumb. <laughs> this is starting to get problematic. Sh- he booted a baby, and it's just... <laughs> It just got too much to. Yeah, I, yeah. I realize I don't mind storylines, but it just got really, really bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There is, I guess, for me as well. Like I had the same sort of thing. It was kind of towards the end of the end of the nineties, start of the two thousands. I didn't get back into it probably around about until two thousand five, two thousand six. So it was probably about like a five or six yeah. year period there where I was I was out of it, and that was kind of the introduction to some you know super popular characters like John Cena. Edge, yeah, where where Edge really took over, yeah, that kind of thing. But that uh, that peak sort of Randy Orton, John Cena, yeah, when Jeff Hardy was at his peak, yeah, that, that was my yeah, that was my yeah. second coming of wrestling. That was I think the period when I was still like I just completely checked out, like I was done <laughs> with it. I like yeah, sure you're good John Cena, but I hated you as a character. Yeah. Like, no yeah. interest. 
There was literally, like, I mean, like Jeff Hart. I mean, but even at the time, like I think WCW had already failed many moons ago, but yes. they had TNA at the time where a lot, like Kurt Angle had gone over and then eventually yes. Jeff Hart still wasn't even interested. And they would do, they, I think they got pretty bad as well. Like they just brought in pretty much WCW 2.0. And exactly. there's, there's still Hogan yep. and like Russo doing yeah. all this crap <laughs> and I was done with it. Yeah, there was a very big time. I just didn't even check in. Yeah. As like in TNA lost, obviously, they were always going to. And then I just well, hated the Monopoly. Like, this is, the, this is w, they could do anything they wanted. Like, they and owned they have, it all. They've continued yeah, to do so. I know. It has been dominated by WWE yeah. for yeah. years. To, I mean, obviously, the Monday Night Wars was a big thing during the 90s. Yeah. And obviously, WWE came out on top of in that. $4 million, I think they bought Vince, not they, it was Vince. Vince bought. W, the rights WCW at one point I think it was, it was like or maybe like a year and a half before that it was like 140 million they were yeah that. like yeah that's how shit they were <laughs> just absolutely stuck. tanked it yeah <laughs> <laughs> idiots but obviously now you've got AEW yes and that's that's where you're that's where you're that's into it. at the moment so that's what brought me back to wrestling well I think last few I think they're in the either just about to enter their fourth year or have started yeah. their fourth year not that jumped on the bandwagon from the start, but kept an eye on it. And then after about six months, realized I was quite invested. And that's when I started following it. Yeah. There's still a lot of things wrong with AEW like, that oh, yeah. I don't like. Yeah. But overall, it has been very enjoyable. I haven't followed too much over the last month or so, just been busy and whatnot. Yeah. But I feel like it's going to come back. Just uh, life in general. Yeah, it was. I mean, they blew up as well. Like, there's the whole fallout with CM Punk, yes. which is just fucking wild. Um, are you I, are you a fan of CM Punk? I, oh, I love him. Uh, I absolutely uh, adore him. I've I never all got on board with CM Punk because yeah, you're a wimp. Because you're a, you're a John Cena guy. There's two types. Ty- there's CM Punk guys and John Cena guys. I don't think I'm a John Cena guy either. To be honest. <laughs> to be um, honest. To be honest. CM Punk has like. He's the vibe that I've always kind of looked at in yes. wrestlers as well. It's just I've never I've never jived with CM. Yeah, Punk. yeah. I've always seen him as a bit of a um, a bit of a cancer, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. <laughs> a locker room cancer. Yeah. This was interesting. Like, I think what blew up with after the all out and basically and this is if this is all real, I still feel like there's a bit of kayfabe to it or Might be a work. We, that's it. They've worked they've turned the shoot into a work. But like if he's legit sinking your EVPs and the company and the president sitting right next to him not saying anything. That's on you, you yeah. fucking wimp. Yeah. But I, d- I do think it was probably true. I don't think... I th- think he probably has got a lot of problems with them. Well, the context but- behind it was they had... It was like a blow-up between him, uh, Kenny Omega, and the Young Bucks, wasn't yes, it? Yes, and calling them out. So, like, there was... I try not to buy into media or whatnot, but, yeah. like, the rumours that like, the Young Bucks and they feed this De- Meltzer, just this shitty wrestling journalist. Um, it just <laughs> Yeah, nobody's really a fan of Meltzer. Man, it's just, it's <laughs> honestly, like, wrestling, I think to me, is the most toxic culture in the world. <laughs> like, being a metal fan, there's lots of gatekeepers, but, like, yes. with wrestling community, it's the it has the deepest pits, I feel, like, it's- of the, uh, the most horrible... Like uh, <laughs> things that can happen is fucking it's haters. It's so funny you say because it's almost like the um, it's like that old South Park episode. Yeah, of, like the flip of it where it's the uh, the wrestling coach. Like, it's not real wrestling. <laughs> it's not real wrestling. <laughs> but that is like every single wrestling fan is like, no, I don't it, like that. It's not real wrestling. It's, it's so bad. But um, it, it yeah, going back to saying yeah, I think he definitely like did blow it up. And 
but I do respect it. I do like him for that. Like, yeah. But in God, like, he's like got lots of that that cancer comments about him. But the ones that haven't popped up, which are popping up, and the people going almost on record and saying it, the other people in the locker room is like, no, this guy's great. Like, yeah. he's literally taken it. Like, yeah. he one of the first things he did there. We went to all the women's wrestlers because they were getting a really hard time, and he's like, I love what you guys are doing. Don't change it. Trust yourselves. Blah blah blah. This and that's backed up from a lot of the female wrestlers. He did the same with a lot of guys that he was eventually going to be working with. It's like, I'm looking forward to working with you guys. Here's yeah. these $500 Starbucks. Right? It's like, I know it's not much, but I know you guys like coffee. So yeah, like, yeah. thanks for having me type thing. So, but then you have the young bucks and Kenny and me who I feel indifferently on. Like, eh, I think I like them, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a hundred percent sold. I, I, I go one way and then it's just like, God, I hate these guys. There's so much at times. So, um, I do agree. Like speaking of the, uh, the toxicity of wrestling, it is it's, like, it's, it's, it's so bits. prevalent and it has been for years yeah. as well. And I don't know if you get this vibe, it being someone who has followed wrestling for a long time, that like a lot of that toxicity, I think is obviously it's, it's, it's a work, you know, like they're, they're playing it up and it's people are being heels. Oh, not even from the, from the fans more so. Like yeah. that's, that's, oh, yeah. it is, yeah. The I fans think, are the worst part. Yeah. <laughs> I love anyone that like is a heel and is getting kayfabe. Like it's the best. Like I, you can actively get someone to hate you. That's a skill. Yeah. Like, well, it's actually, this is something that I, like I thought about in the past as well is that how, I don't know if you, if you see this in the real world as well, but how often you see like the crossover of people who are actively being heels in the real world. Oh yeah. It's like, this is, this is literally professional wrestling yeah. right now. I, I like to think I try and do that at times. <laughs> like I love, I, depending, I'm not going to the fucking, I don't know, in a serious scenario, like <laughs> getting people to hate me on purpose. But like, it, it's like at the shops or like in some yeah. setting, I love it. It's just like, oh, I'll be the bad guy. I'll be the dick or something. <laughs> like in a controlled, like something safe, something that's not putting someone in danger or generally hurting feelings, well, but like that anti-hero <laughs> almost. I was going to say like the extreme case of that, of like being a, being a professional wrestler and being yeah. a heel is like, you're looking for a reaction. Everything yes, you're doing is that's to get it. a reaction. That's right? it. And I, I've, I've thought about this for quite a while now. And this is the extreme case of that being like Donald Trump and his presidential run. Uh, yeah. Donald Trump, is a wrestling heel. I don't, yeah, he's surely not as an idiot as he thinks, but like, like it's surely he's surely must be an doing. Act. Yeah. And I don't want to like, we're not going to get into like too much politics here. Not yet. <laughs> get the MAGA hat. Just you wait. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's why I'm on the show. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here to talk about Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> but like, perfect example of a real world wrestling heel. Yeah. Like, everything he does is to get a reaction. And every yeah. time he gets a reaction, that like, he's getting a pop. That's exactly yeah. what he wants. And there's another one of this that I watched. Obviously, because I'm also a basketball fan as well. Yeah. This week, there was the Lakers versus Memphis, and they had a quite a bit of a showdown uh, on the side the sidelines where Shannon Sharp, who is a, I guess, like a sports personality, he's a Hall of Fame NFL player, but also uh, he has a talk show host yeah. as well. He's on the sidelines. He's a big LeBron fan. LeBron plays for the Lakers, and he starts having a go at uh, one of the Grizzlies players, saying, you can't guard LeBron. Just, you know, like classic <laughs> trash talk. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it Love ends it. up in this being like, He's just swarmed. Like there's grizzly players coming towards him. The yeah. security getting in there. No, no actual not an actual bears. Yeah, <laughs> not an actual fight. <laughs> but um, yeah, like there's grizzly players coming to him. The security's pushing him out. He gets escorted into the um, like out, like yeah, out of yeah, the yeah. arena into the into the entrance ramp kind of thing. Yeah, and he does an interview 
in the entranceway of like, nah, none of them wanted any smoke. I'd take all of them. Like, <laughs> That's ja- great. Ja Morant's <laughs> dad didn't want the smoke. Ja Morant, he didn't want the smoke. Like none of them wanted to want yeah. any part of this. And it's like, this is literally like, he's in the entranceway. He's yeah. a wrestler right now. Yeah. Like, it's, it's great. <laughs> it's, I think it's, you hit it on the mark. Like just getting a reaction from someone and it, even if it's not that your intended reaction, it's getting it. But if you, when you get your, the reaction you wanted yeah. to do. Yeah. And not what like the person wanted to give you. You feel so powerful at that point. Oh, that's it. You're controlling it. Like, you idiot. Like, I own you right now. I just, yeah, I do love that when you do see real world examples of just wrestling heels. Just, yeah, yeah, examples of it just in the the wild. It's like, you are just doing this purely to get a reaction and you're getting it. And it's just entertainment. It's just pure entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Should we talk about our favorite wrestlers of all time? Let's do it. This is a big one. Yeah. I'll start with you. Who, Who is your favorite wrestler? It's very tricky. I think I don't like to think or like historian or like a top four, like they do the rush more quite a bit. Yeah. I think I almost have to, and whether it's a cop out, but like split a little bit, like look at it in like the era or where I was at the time, like mm. my favorite wrestler for that period of time. So yeah, I think like I know as a kid loved the rockers. Like I think that was the first, yes, of the, course. Ta- the yeah. tag team, like the cool dudes and that. Yeah. And, but then like when you got added, it's stone cold, like, being a bald man and a bald kid, I was like, cool, this dude's rocking my style. Like, this guy wants to look like me. Um, He's inspired by me. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I, the, I always uh, want to be Texan. The working um, man's wrestler. Yeah, yeah. so no, it's definitely scary. Just like, and the, like the most popular wrestler of all is, time, probably. Man, it's crazy. Uh, the, like the badass and the anti-authority. Yeah. Um, Drenching the boss in beer. Yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. So and what at this stage, it's probably of current, Definitely would probably have to be FTR at the, the tag team. Yep, and then yep. I really, and it just sucks because he hasn't been with, whether he's having issues with AEW, but formerly Rusev in WWE, but now Miro, yeah, yeah. who is, I think has probably had like one of my favorite title runs of recent year when his TNT and it's just basically a man on a mission from God to destroy everyone else. <laughs> and he just played the, like it is it, perfect for him. He literally would just, dominate and yeah. destroy people so yeah it's a shame haven't really seen him i do much. i feel like he's he's one of those guys and you see this a lot in wrestling of just being very talented but very underutilized as well yeah that's it yeah. so and they, a lot of people get over and they get very popular so they get more time to shine there yeah but yeah there's, there's just so many people on the roster that like and that's the people that i've always gravitated towards yeah as well. that's it it's like those those second strings like you are fantastic and i can see like so much potential in you yeah but you never get that shot that's it yeah. so no no definitely probably yeah FTR and Miro are probably at the moment current favourites or active. I mean, even though FTR, we don't know where they're going to end up. Their yeah. contract talks at the moment where they're very public about. They're taking a couple months off. Yes. Which is fine. Yeah. So. I would say for me, my favourite all time is Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Like it's... it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> Team Extreme. It's uh, it's a no brainer for me, to be honest. Like he's the one that I grew up watching. The and Rainbow watching. Warrior. The Rainbow Head Warrior. The Charismatic yeah. Enigma. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've had this conversation. What does that even mean? No, like, I have no idea. <laughs> like what does the that even mean? The Enigma. Obviously, Jeff Hardy has had his own personal struggles as well. Oh. But he is the, he's the, for me. Rick just respects him for his drink driving. <laughs> Yeah, just throwing caution to the wind. (laughs) I he's for me he is the like the perfect example of so much potential. Hasn't had a lot of shine, and like finally got his shine in that late two thousands run. Yeah, when he won the WWE Championship in two thousand eight. That for me is like 
the peak of my wrestling fandom when yeah. Jeff Hardy in a triple threat match against Triple H and Edge, yeah. who both of them huge Hall of Famers yeah. and just like absolutely dominated that 2000s run. Nobody expected Jeff Hardy to win that. And when he climbs up to the top turnbuckle and hits the Swanton Bomb onto Triple H's back, who is currently pinning Edge yeah. in the pin position, Swanton Bomb onto Triple H, Triple H is injured, rolls out of the way, and then Hardy picks up the pin on Edge. And the celebration from there is, to me, like that is the epitome of why I watch wrestling. It's like yeah. this underdog who yeah. you know, like has relied on his athleticism and his daredevil and just like th- absolutely throwing caution to the wind finally gets the win over the big dogs. It's yeah. Like, this is incredible. I mean, so, yeah. Like, it'd be interesting to go back and watch it because I can't remember what his run was like. I'm not going to, though. Like, I'm <laughs> making that very clear. But I always loved Jeff Hardy. I mean, like, I think what changed the, the landscape was the TLC matches with the yes. Dudleys and yep. Edge and Christian. Like, nothing goes past those ones. Yeah. I, to me, if we were to do, like, a, a ranking of our top five wrestling yeah. matches i would have both of those tlc wrestlemania <laughs> yeah. matches which yeah. is yeah the dudley boys hardy's and yeah. edge and christian yeah uh wrestlemania tlc matches and uh jeff hardy's match against the undertaker for the undisputed title i yeah. can't remember what year it was it was like late 90s as well yeah. again jeff hardy going up against the american badass who just absolutely obliterates jeff hardy for the entire match but he keeps coming back and he keeps fighting and Why at the won't end of, you die? Pretty, exactly. Yeah. Like JR is on the on the uh, Just stay down! Stay down, kid! Stay down! <laughs> By God! <laughs> oh, He's gone down, killed him! <laughs> and there's like there's an epic call where Jeff Hardy is climbing the ladder and he's reaching for the reaching for the belt. Because again, like I said, it's a ladder match. And Jim Ross, epic call from Jim Ross. He's like, go ahead, kid, make yourself famous. And then Undertaker climbs up and choke slams him off the top of the ladder. Again, Asad absolutely gets dominated, but he's fought so hard that at the end of the match, Undertaker, who was playing the heel, playing the bad guy at the time, comes back into the ring and lifts Jeff Hardy's hands up and he's yeah. like, Well done, like you've impressed me, kid. Good stuff. Yeah. Unfortunately, like three months later, he was there was his first release for, uh, <laughs> for failing the WWE wellness policy. Oh, <laughs> but it's like you can see like he's he's about to skyrocket this kid. Yeah. He's about to, he's about to make it big. And then it's just, yeah, his own personal demons that have caused him that problem but yeah jeff hardy has always been like he's my number one yeah i've always had a thing for heels though as well yeah like randy orton and edge yeah during that 2000s 2000s early 10 2010s loved randy orton and Edge. i think my biggest issue i have with randy orton is how much everyone loves his finisher yeah, I can't. which great, but I can't not see the diamond cutter from DDP. Uh, <laughs> so, it's like, a generational yeah, thing. Eh? It is. It's literally no. You're doing it wrong. It's just like <laughs> I'm just lent back into like my hatred for gatekeepers. It's like no, I'm the gatekeeper. <laughs> so that's not your move, Randy. Yeah. <laughs> but I think like the RKO is one of those things that there's not a huge like wrestling is a niche part of pop culture. Yes. Like yes. it's it's very it, it is very popular but it doesn't have the global appeal that a lot of other things in pop, like comics do now. No, you know? that's it. I mean, it's still what? The, the billion dollar industry. Like, I exactly. Mean, yeah. The, from video games to action figures. Like, the it, it, I mean, the whole lot. Netflix, they did something with the Scooby-Doo. Like, they yes, cross, yeah, like, there's they, a crossover Mostly not like but, real wrestling, but WWE does. So. I, I say that, say like the RKO is one of those things that like yeah. escaped and made it into the mainstream. Yeah, it became it, a meme at one point. You know, yeah. like, it was just, it became part of mainstream culture at that point point so yeah they, they've always been my favorites yeah should we talk about the rumble let's do it let's do what we're here to talk about 
Okay, so for context for those listening at home that don't know what the Royal Rumble is, the Royal Rumble is, I think, the biggest match of the year. I think <laughs> I think it's quite easy to say that. We actually asked, asked Cora what she thinks the Royal Rumble was, and she has like a little bit of experience with this, but it's uh, in her terms. Actually, I might just go ask if she wants to do it. Hold on, yeah. give me one sec. A few moments later. All right, so for the first time ever, we're joined by my wife, Cora. Cora, can you please tell the listeners at home what you think the Royal Rumble is? Uh, well, no. <laughs> so just for the record, I definitely did not want to be on a podcast and I am forcefully being held here. But um, so I believe the Royal Rumble is when a number of wrestlers, all of them actually, are in the ring facing each other, fighting each other. And the last one to survive will win. I believe that's true. <laughs> I believe that's true. <laughs> From my understanding, that's true. I like the idea just like facing each other. It's like, oh no, he's, he's got my back to me. We can't battle yet. <laughs> All right. Thank but you so much. Like, bow, right? Oh, everyone bows. Yeah. 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 Before you start the matches, of course. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's All what right. they're doing Harry Potter. You can, you can leave now. Thanks. Thanks so much. Thanks for coming Thank you, in. Thank you, Woo. <laughs> Yes, so while they're facing each other. Yes, yeah, and just waiting for each other to collapse. (laughs) (laughs) For context, the Royal Rumble is a 30-man wrestling match. It is essentially, you start off with two people in the ring. They're they're the first two entrances. And then every 90 seconds, another person enters the ring to enter that fight. Mm. The winner of the Royal Rumble is... Uh, allowed a free opportunity at the championship at WrestleMania, which yeah. is which is technically the biggest wrestling yes. event of the year. The only way that you can be eliminated from the Royal Rumble is if you are tossed over the top rope and both of your feet touch the ground. That's pretty much the gist of the rule. Everything it. else is allowed, right? That's like it. there's no other rules. They can make out. They can uh, make out if they want. <laughs> that'd be my tactic. <laughs> <laughs> like kissing everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Until they eliminate themselves. If yes. you find someone that is not willing to yeah. kiss you, to have found to go. that yet. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, basically, I feel like the nutshell. The so, the reason why I love the Royal Rumble is because you get 30 people in there. Yes. <laughs> like, you're guaranteed to see your favorite and also people that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're a fan of AEW, no, you know. <laughs> no, I've watched a few of the last years of when I started shooting out. But you have a good chance. Yeah, there's seeing- a good chance of seeing your favorite. Yeah. <laughs> There's always a there's always a surprise with the Royal Rumble as well. They uh, they like to they like to play up the mystery of the Royal Rumble of who's going to be the entrance. Yes. And they don't tell you when people are going to be entering. You know. Yeah. Obviously, everybody wants to get that that coveted thirty spot. Yes. But historically, I don't know if you know this is a bit of a WWE trivia here. Twenty seven. Twenty seven. Yes. Has, has given the most winners. <laughs> yeah. They always yeah, and they always have. There's always a big spot. Those last like five yeah. five five slots is there's always going to be one big surprise there. Well, that's it to me. I think it's three things. There's three things that make a Royal Rumble to me. Surprise entrance. Yep. A major spot. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And like an overarching story or something. So yeah. generally there's not much more than like the underdog or the one against it, but yeah. it's still phenomenal. And it like the lead up to it, that they are the, the three items that I want to see or need to be part of a, a, a decent Royal Rumble. Without them, it gets fucking annoying. Like, yeah, I think my, out of all of them though, if there is not a good surprise in there, I'm not just going to say surprise, but a good surprise <laughs> is like, it's why so many people tuned in because it is such a, I guess, a, a point in time where 
if you're new to the company now, it's like whether it's a poached or a new wrestler's coming across, it's such a overarching like pay-per-view to be part of it. It sets yeah. everything up. And it's a great debut point as it's well. It's exactly it. So uh, without them, I think Rumble is garbage. So It's like when you're having a Royal Rumble and the surprise entrant is the Honky Tonk Man. <laughs> you're just like, because oh, I've, I've seen, I've seen yeah. some records. I've watched some that were. Yeah. It's like, oh, God, I, this is, this is the, we're scraping the bottom yeah, of the barrel here, guys. I think it's, I, I quite like it when they do a, a legend surprise. I think yeah. that's fine. You know they're not going to win it whatsoever. Of course, like, yeah. It brought Kevin Nash arguably part of like the biggest like with yes. NWO. Yeah. But like he came back as like his original WWE Diesel. Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like those dumb things are fine. Like I don't have an issue yeah. with. But yeah, you said like it's also it's also a good debut point because you had people debut like AJ Styles recently. That's, one, that's the one, that's the most recent one that one I of, was and like going to bring up. Yeah. Considered one of the best wrestlers in the world at the time, made the jump from I think he was in uh, so, NJPW at the time it was so he, just, wrestling. he would have well i think tna had sunk maybe i don't know fact check me i don't care um <laughs> a couple years previously so he would have stayed at tna but they went under he wanted to stay there but then it gave him a chance and he did go to new japan where he kind of carved out this other pathway for him as well and then i'm not sure if his contract had expired or blah blah whatever it was or if it was well known but then, yeah, he did a he debuted in the Rumble, yeah. and that was one of the like. I mean, to be fair, I don't think I've watched many after that one as well. I think watched one more. I was like, I'm done. <laughs> but that was that's that's but done that's, right. a bit, that's literally exactly what you want to see. Yeah. I can't even recall another one off the top of the head, but that I think that one, yeah, him coming across from New Japan and having a great Rumble as well. Yes, so they yeah. can showcase it's like they can build up a new person from the start type thing. You can, he, I think it was four. I think it came in at number he four. Can, and he lasted for a long time yeah. as well. And it's, yeah, it's always a good opportunity to make people look good yeah. in wrestling. Like it can, this can be something that can start someone's career. It could be a boost. It could just be a footnote in someone's yeah. career. You know, like for somebody like John Cena, who is the, holds the record for how many championships he's won. Yeah. You no, don't really tied with the, for heavy, well, with the Flair. Yeah. Tied with Ric Flair. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in WA quite yeah. possibly. But you know, for him, I think he's won two rumbles and it's like, that's yeah. yeah like cool. Like you've won two rumbles, but that's not the big story. No. But for somebody like Rey Mysterio, yeah, who, like, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Like, skyrocketed, like, very popular at the time. And unfortunately, it came after the tragic death of Eddie Guerrero. Yeah. Because he was sort of, like, you know, closely linked with Eddie Guerrero. Uh, WWE being a little bit... Ah, uh, good old WWE. A little bit vulture Let's use our dead star to get another one for. <laughs> yes, yeah. A little bit vulture But yeah. then, like, absolutely skyrocketed Rey Mysterio, who came in at number one. Yeah, yeah. Lasted 60 minutes and was the last man standing in the Royal Rumble to then go on to WrestleMania and win, I think it was the World Heavyweight championship yeah. that he won there it was just like the perfect example of like what this what this event can do for somebody who's like he was a mid carter at the time like popular yeah. very popular but a mid carter who yeah. was never Tiny. going to be yes. not a not a vince guy <laughs> no no not at all ray mysterio who is shorter than me yeah. <laughs> i think he's like five four I've or something no he's, he's a very short he's man. tiny Again, not the prototypical wrestler, no. but was able to sort of like capture on this moment and just run that till the end until he was a champion, a world yeah. champion. But it is, it is one of those, it's one of those events where, yeah, like I said, I always tune into the Royal Rumble. It's yeah. like, I, if I'm not going to watch another wrestling match this year, I'm watching the Royal Rumble. Yeah, exactly. At bare minimum, I think I've sat there one year and I just like kept like Google updating. It's like, oh, yeah, yes. what's going on? Who's coming yeah. in type thing? Because I'm curious. I, and I'm curious about this one as well. Yeah. 
And it's um, it's also one of those things, like, I don't know about you, but playing the wrestling games, this is the one that I always played with my it's friends. Fun. I always played the Rumble with my friends because you could start off, you'd pick your, you'd pick your player to come in, yeah. and then you'd have your wrestle. If you get eliminated, the game's not over. You just pick another player and yeah. away you go. Yeah. It's, yeah, I my, uh, my two best friends from high school, shout out Tim and Ellis, the amount of hours that I've spent playing the Royal Rumble with them, yeah. with our, our created characters, <laughs> and then like, oh, well, there goes... Tim always used to create a character called Sexy Man X. <laughs> Sexy Man X. Sexy Man X. <laughs> and um, just, again, like we talked about this in the uh, the video game podcast the other week, but just an absolute abomination. Yeah, abomination. Just I believe was the word used. <laughs> and disgusting. Just a disgusting creature titled Sexy Man X. And he would always be out very early on because a created wrestler doesn't have very good stats. <laughs> <laughs> but just like a good time, a lot yes. of fun. And it's one of those things like uh, we've got, you know, we've got 20, 30 minutes to play play some PlayStation. We don't want to start getting into a serious game. Yeah. Let's just crack out the Royal Rumble and yeah. just have some fun for a little Let's bit. Let's wrestle. So, yeah. Do you have any favorite Rumble memories? I can tell you what I fucking hate right now mm. is, which was good and it was fun once, but like <laughs> when I lent it with the spots, the, I think I know the where you're going Kobe Kingston. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's just dark. Like, it's like, yeah, it, cool. That was enough. awesome. And yeah. everyone was. It's typical WJ. Let's do it. But then every single year, like the, so basic context, He'd get thrown over the ropes, but he would always land on something, so he's technically not out. Because, yeah, yeah, the technicality is that both of your feet have to touch, touch the, the ground. Touch the ground. So one year he's got bumped off, but he landed on the announce desk or, or the railing for the people in the audience, and the other year he's landed on his friend's shoulders or something. Yes, yeah. And it just it's literally just killed it. So, like, I... I'm pretty sure they will not. No, no of course they're going to do it this year. Well, He's I, in it. They're going to do it. I have a feeling well, Kofi Kingston is confirmed to be in it. Yeah. I have a feeling they're not going to do it this year because he he botched it. Yeah. And like I feel like that might be the end. Like he botched it now. That's the end of the run. Yeah. Because you know? it's no longer a, a yearly thing because yeah. he, he failed it last year. So That's right. I forgot about that. But no, probably like one of my favorite memories because of how dumb it is, but and because how much I love the wrestler or slash wrestlers. I can't remember the year off the top of my head, but when we got Mama's Three Faces of Foley's came out, so Mick Foley's <laughs> yeah. come out, and all of his alter egos, I can't remember the order, but we got Cactus Jack, we got uh, Dude Love, yep. we got Mankind. Yeah. Um, that was just a lot of fun. Bang, bang. Bang, bang. <laughs> um, and I, yeah, absolutely love Mick Foley anyway. Yeah. But that... I think was just one of those ones that seems, and it was fucking hilarious. Yes, yeah. again, I have a um, I have a bit of like a core memory built in of it was the I can't, again can't remember the year, but the year where McMahon, Vince McMahon, and Stone Cold kicked yeah. it off. Yeah, I th- oh, it kicked it off. Okay, but was that the one when he won? Vince McMahon, yeah, ninety eight or ninety eight. So dumb. The ultimate ego play oh by Vince McMahon God. to win the Royal Rumble. Who it's is like so bad? He spent the entire match not in the Royal Rumble. He yeah. escaped under the bottom rope and yeah. was just running around the arena and came in in the very last minute and tossed Stone Cold over the top it's, rope. Just absolutely. Oh, McMahon. Yeah. The Classic. King. I mean, I, yeah. Grateful for Vince McMahon for what he's built. Yeah. Glad that he's not involved anymore. Obviously, he was quite a problematic figure as well, but glad that he's not around anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Head of creative uh, Triple H. <laughs> previous wrestler, previous previous world champion. Yeah. Who has taken, just taken over all of the bookings. Yeah. So, love it. Have you seen the, I think the most recent news is Dwayne. Old Mister, uh, what was the, the Black Adam dude? Oh, he's, Dwayne he's, the Rock Johnson. I think it's actually because I think at the, at this current time, I think Vince is potentially trying to put himself back on the board after ousting himself. But yeah, okay. To kind of go private or to sell it, but I think it's like Rock's confirmed. Like 
he'd be interested in buying it for like the six point five billion or whatever. The Interesting. Price. Yes, because there was um there was also big. Well, there was rumors that it was going to be sold to the Saudis. Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah, and that's um, that's a bit of a hot button thing within within WWE because they are they're very popular in um Saudi Arabia and they have they actually have blood a- money. <laughs> the grand, the grand jewels. Rick told me to say that, Mister People, <laughs> Mister People. But they have they have a pay per view over there yeah, every year. The grand jewels, yeah. And they don't let women wrestlers wrestle. Full body seats. And they don't let um, you know, like Sami Zayn, yeah. who is an incredibly popular wrestler, but has been vocal out about yeah, the yeah. Um, and he's just banned from competing over there. Yeah, which would obviously cause some serious problems with the the WWE roster. So I just, yeah, I can't see that happening at this point in time. But... I hope it does. And I hope it's the end of WWE. <laughs> okay. Vindictive. <Yeah. laughs> but that would also, I mean, so we're talking about the Royal Rumble here. And obviously in the last few years, they finally started doing the Women's Royal Rumble match, mm. which hasn't been happening, well, since it, since it created. It only I think it only started like three years ago. Yeah. Very recent. But, you, you know, if it was lifetime. purchased by the Saudis, you would you would be led to believe that that It'd would It'd be continue. interesting to see what this pay-per-view or what, how they would go, I don't know. Yeah, I hope they do it because I don't think it would be good for them. So. <laughs> it's yeah, I guess it's hard. It's hard to comment on this because yeah. it is like it is all rumors. And Th- this is literally is. just rumors, no fact checking, yeah, or is- <laughs> really having a, a, a even a being a part of a stakeholder. Us at, just at completely all. speculating. I'm a fan. I have the right to say this. this. <laughs> do you know what we've just entered? Proper podcasting realm. Yeah. Pure <laughs> speculation and conspiracies. Absolutely. No facts to back this up. You are now on the only uh, conspiracy podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I follow a couple of wrestling pages on Facebook. I have my sources, all right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is, yeah. I Look, I'm a big fan of Royal Rumble, big fan of WWE. Royal Rumble is something that has always kept me coming back. Yes. That's, that's what's kind of kept me a fan of WWE. And that's honestly... One of the reasons why I've continued to buy the video games as well is just so I can create characters. And then when my friends come around, I can have a rumble with them. I love having a rumble with my friends. Look, both in the digital world and the physical world, love having a rumble. (laughs) (laughs) This is what I'm here for. (laughs) Podcasting and rumbling. (laughs) After we finish recording, Jalali and I are just going to have our own Royal Rumble. We wrestle. I want to know, I know that you haven't really kept up with WWE and the storylines and things like that. Anything, Anything from you to watch out for? In this, in this Royal Rumble, I'll, we'll hold off on predictions. I guess at this stage, yeah, we'll, we'll make we'll, a prediction of. Um, so okay, I, I've got my prediction sorted. Yep, but something. Will, <laughs> I mean, whether we get into it now, I think we looked up with the participants. Yes, so yeah. I think that's a massive thing <laughs> we should look out for. So we've uh, we've we have done a quick Google before we started this, and there is out of the thirty entrants that are uh, going to be in the Royal Rumble, fifteen confirmed. It's wild. Yeah. This, There's a the, couple of big names on there. It's, it's the fact that they've only got 15, and like <laughs> they've got a big roster, obviously. And there's a, I mean, there's they, a, like they NXT. never announced the 30, and we get that because we like surprises, exactly. But it, what, what is it in America? 48 hours till it's on. Yeah, well, it's, like it's this. This. I mean, we're recording this on Thursday, and the Royal Rumble is this Sunday. Yeah, so it's two days, two yeah, days, two and a bit days away. Um, which is just wild to me, like. <laughs> I don't think that they're smart enough or good enough to have <laughs> that like, many surprises. Th- th- this done on purpose, or like <laughs> all this reeks to me is, I guess, a reflection. I guess not well, my opinion of it, but the current state of just unplanned bullcrap going on, <laughs> like no real direction. This to me reeks <laughs> of Vince McMahon being fully back in charge. Sort of thing. <laughs> 
Like, that's all it is. Like, Could you imagine if... So there's 15, 15 confirmed. Yeah. That means 50% of the roster is confirmed. That every second person was like a surprise entrant. Yeah. <laughs> like it's going to be like, instead of it being, you know, Finn Balor who isn't confirmed yet or, the, you know, just like a regular wait, wrestler, wait, wait, and The like, Miz, you know, The Miz isn't going to be in there. If they send either of them out or you can name anyone else on the roster, yeah, yeah. they're not a surprise. Just no. announce them. <laughs> like... What? Like every second, every second wrestler is like Hulk Hogan or the Honky Tonk Man. So oh at some God. point, the surprises are going to get a little bit. Yeah, I'm done with this. You know, you got to give me a break. Like the, you know, they haven't even confirmed people like the Miz. Yeah, he's going to be in there. Like the Miz is going to be in the Royal Rumble. I think, right? So this is what I'd be looking out for, <laughs> and quite potentially being a, a Royal Rumble that makes no sense. So. Yeah. As, yeah, just a, a cluster. Like, of yeah, like why? Why is this person? Why is this person dominating? Why has this person been in for half an hour? Like, why has this person got thrown out? Why did this person get yeah. thrown out in a minute? Like, I feel like that's going to be a, a giant look for theme a, of it. Brock, look for Brock Lesnar to come in in the first first entrance and then just <laughs> dominate the entire thing. Yeah, <laughs> they might be short. So, yeah, it's absolutely wild. I um, I'm hoping. Look, I'm really hoping Finn Balor is one of my current favorites. I'm really hoping that they squeeze him in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> They've got oh, well, they might spots. be able to find some room, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, and again, like the same thing with the women's the women's wrestling. Man, what, they've, they've confirmed seven out of thirty. <laughs> yeah, again, two days away. They've confirmed seven out of thirty. Pretty pretty wild stuff there, really. Do you want to do some? Uh, do you want to do some predictions? You said you've got your prediction in the back pocket. I right? am almost confident. I know, well, I've only got 15 to choose from, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, Again, could be could be a surprise entrant. No. Uh, my money is on Cody Rhodes. Okay. So yeah. he's not a surprise entrant. We know he's there. He's, he's confirmed. So of the confirmed so, people that we've got, we've got Kofi Kingston, as we talked about. Santos Escobar, who I don't really no know anything about, about Santos. He sounds, Ricochet. He sounds great, though. Ricochet, a great athlete. Austin Theory, the current uh, US champion. Seth freaking Rollins. Bobby Lashley, Baron Corbin. Rey Mysterio, Gunther, who is the uh, current Intercontinental Champion, Cody Rhodes, as you just said, Omos, the uh, the seven foot giant, Drew what McIntyre, a terrible wrestler, <laughs> Sheamus, I'm big, Braun Strowman, the Monster Among Men, and Karrion Cross. Those it's are the fifteen so that we've got confirmed. It's just a crazy list, like yeah, there doesn't look. There's not a lot of like interlacing stories between that, which is also something which you look out for a lot in Royal Rumbles. Yeah. Is that a lot of these things that kind of come to a head. Or, you know, like they're building up for something. This is just a, another part in their story. Like Bobby Lashley and Austin Theory currently have a bit of a story. But that's also being, that's also working with Brock Lesnar as well. So are we going to see Brock Lesnar as a surprise entrant? My money is on yes. Yeah. But yeah, I I think Cody Rhodes is the uh, the safe money bet at the moment. Yeah, I think obviously what he came, last WrestleMania jumped shit from AEW and being an EVP over there. Yeah. Which I'm happy for. I feel like what's the what's the word for like looking for foreplay? So I'm going to use my foreplay going forward. Um, okay, <laughs> foresight. foresight. <laughs> uh, he's doing this. He wins the title. Goes back to AEW eventually. So he lifts their product more. But ultimately, I think it's going to be Cody Rhodes. Well, I think it's like his end goal, like his like dream, lifelong dream, is to win the championship that his dad never won. His Correct. dad being the American dream. Yeah. Um. Obviously, yeah, wanting to win the WWE champion. I think out of who's listed there. It's either Cody Rhodes but or Seth Rollins. I think, I think would be it's the other, the like other you, one. you look at it. Who would they let beat 
Roman Reigns. Yes, <laughs> it's, the, it's probably the bigger question. My, yeah. I, I think I, I think I agree that the safe money pick is Cody Rhodes. I think yeah. I would, I think I would also put my money on that. If I was a betting man, I would be putting my money on Cody Rhodes. Yeah. If I wanted to bet on a dark horse right now, yeah, I'm betting Sami Zayn. Yeah, because he is so over. Well, that's at the it. moment. Yeah, he is. I mean, I, I've talked to you about. Got to get announced for it first. <laughs> yeah, well, he's not announced yet. <laughs> um, we've talked about this previously. That like Jalali and I have talked about this. That I'm super in on the bloodline storyline at the moment, which is Roman Reigns <laughs> in his historic championship reign, over 870 days at the moment as WWE champion. And just a testament to Roman Reigns, who copped a lot of flack in his early as days. As he rightly deserved. He was not, he was not prepared to That's have That's what you him. get for... This is the most thing they ever did, was when they brought him out, make him a heel. Yeah. Why? Because everyone hates you. Yes. Like, yeah. don't shove this content down our throat. Yeah. When we don't want to support something, we don't want to support something. Yeah. And you buried so many other people along the way, Vince, to try and lift him up, you jerk. And <laughs> that's why we hated it, because it was your boy. You, you, no, one wanted to, no one wanted to look up, or we wanted to, but you were trying to force it down. So it's like, exactly. we rebelled. He's, he's come back as a heel. And obviously, Roman Reigns, a part of the legendary family, Samoan family, that's like dominated the WWE. Like He's related to The Rock. Related yeah. to Rikishi, an old favorite of mine, Rikishi. There's so many. So many so many people from that family. And Roman Reigns, his storyline at the moment being the head of the bloodline, the head of the table. He's kind of got this faction behind him, which is made up of the Usos, uh, Solo Sokoa, yeah. and Sami Zayn, who is the honorary Us, who is kind of like just joined there as the token white guy and has like kind of been like helping them out, assisting where he can, taking bullets for the bloodline. But in this run has gotten so over yeah. to the point where... He is the most popular thing on in oh, WWE absolutely. at the moment. And that's why I think like he there could be a, a turn coming from Roman Reigns or from Sammy yeah. or from somewhere within the family that he's the dark horse to win the Rumble and then go on and take that. Like, again, the underdog from the underground yeah. is his his nickname, that underdog story to win the Rumble and then go on and win the championship, I think would be a huge moment at WWE WrestleMania. Uh, well, then people would want it. And like people yeah. would lose their yeah. mind if Sammy, Sammy Zayn beats Roman Reigns. And ends his historic title run, which is currently the longest title yeah. run in history. Yeah, would be wild. Yeah, I can't. Like, this is why I think like it would be someone like Cody Rhodes who has kind of the pedigree. Well, that's it. I mean, even if it like it could be either of them. Like, if they chuck it on Cody, it's like, yeah. Not only does that like Cody gets his dream type thing, but it sends a message to AW. It's like, come over to us and we'll make you a star. Yes, well, and it's so. like that's a huge historical moment. But yeah. to be fair, all of this is all up in the air with what's going on with Saudi Arabia and <laughs> selling the company. So anything could happen. So. Well, yeah, I w- if, if the <laughs> if the rumors are true and they sell to Saudi, yeah. I would be very surprised if Saudi Arabia <laughs> became the champion. Yes. Um, so... Which it makes it an exciting the 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 final the number thirty it's Saudi Arabia <laughs> your new masters <laughs> wild absolutely wild but yeah as a dark horse pick Sami Zayn at the moment do you have any thoughts on the women's rumble no none no nah. <laughs> stand by no no similar I I think it's great I think they when they started bringing in like showcasing the women's yeah wrestling has been fantastic. I don't think I've watched enough to really comment. Like I'm looking at the names. I know Rhea Ripley because she's Australian. Yes. And Shayna Baszler just because I saw a couple. Emma, who's also Australian. 
Who? Emma? 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 Just Emma? Oh, would, would not have a clue. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, well, it, who? Emma? <laughs> like, it's I, just is a this your friend? Is that your neighbor? <laughs> and then it's like, you know, it says Emma right there. No, she was very Literally. popular in NXT, but then kind of yeah. uh, bombed a little bit when she made it to the main roster. Oh, that's a, not doesn't sound like a surprise. So. <laughs> <laughs> not to your own doers, the Vince thing. No, so, m- well, my pick for the women's is Rhea Ripley. I think I think Ripley's I think they missed the boat last year with her, but she. Right. I, I would say I that think it was last year. Outside year of like Becky Lynch, who yeah. is like you know she's a standout, yeah. and everybody everybody's on board with Becky Lynch. I would say Rhea Ripley is probably the most over women's wrestler at the moment. Yeah. So I would say she'd be my pick to take it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we had what seven people to choose from. With this, that yeah, there's seven <laughs> names that are confirmed at the moment. <laughs> I'll put one in a hat and pull it out. That's probably <laughs> the best bet I can. No, I. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea what's going on. With WWE, no, that's um, look, that's fair. I, I put you on the spot asking you for a prediction when you no, haven't really followed it for good. a while. No, 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 it's fine. <laughs> but I think it more says why why aren't I watching it? It's probably a bit better question. I will also like, before we are uh, before we finish up on the the Royal Rumble. Obviously, the Royal Rumble pay per view has other matches in it. This will, that's yeah. This will also be the first ever. Mountain Dew sponsored pitch black oh, match. What pitch black match between Bray Wyatt and LA oh, Knight? That's such a shame that it's got Mountain Dew at the start of it. So nobody knows what a pitch black match is, though. Like it hasn't. Like there's nothing even said about it. Another one of those things where it's like, yeah, we've got a name. We we don't have a, we don't have, we don't know what it is. Yeah. So we're gonna rock up no. to uh to Sunday. It'll be good. I I really like Bray. I think I'm a fan of Bray. When yeah. he first came and I think came up. With the white family, I was like, "This is good." I specifically remember one of my friends posting, and he's like, "This Bray Wyatt is really cool. I can't wait to see Vince destroy this like <laughs> this, this thing that something special they have there." And no, yeah. sure enough, he did. And, um, and at one point, like he was super again, super over. Yeah. At one point, he got released. Triple yeah. H only just brought him back. Ridiculous. Um, yeah. That one hurt. I was really hoping it went Vince McMahon is well past his usual <laughs> um, when it comes to wrestling booking. <laughs> and I think from what I've seen that no. I, what was it? Was his investing LA, LA Knight. Knight? Yeah. So, from all accounts, uh, it like really good on the mic. Yeah. Good worker. Yeah. Not a. I, I believe he's probably come through like the indies, but he's not just that performance center. Yeah. Um, package. Well, it might look. It's it's so. going to be an interesting match, regardless. I think, but uh, we'll probably be here Sunday, maybe depending yeah. on the time when the rumble is actually playing. We're going to sign up to binge. Yeah. <laughs> sign up to binge tomorrow and get our free trial, and then uh, cancel it. <laughs> So, sorry, binge. <laughs> Maybe we'll cancel Netflix. Who knows? We've got to cancel one subscription to get another one. A new Patreon level, just like level six. You can choose which yeah. uh, subscription, Rick. <laughs> Fund <cancel>. my subscriptions. <laughs> uh, should we wrap it up there? Yeah, let's do it. Well, thank you so much again for joining us. Uh, once again, being back on the show. Robbie's not here this time, but just, just the two of us. Please stop fiddling with things. <laughs> Please stop touching things. <laughs> We're out of professional studio. Please don't ruin it. Um, but yeah, no, thank you so much for joining us. We've, it's, uh, we've got the long weekend this weekend, so it was nice just to, to catch up and mm. take the opportunity to get you in the studio where we That's can. It. And then, um, yeah, hope, we, might even, we might even release some bonus content. Maybe we will get that Patreon going because we're going to be watching the Royal Rumble. Maybe we'll release some bonus content later on. So <laughs> watch this space. I'm sure if I do end up doing the Patreon, I'll put it up on Facebook or, or Instagram. And uh, that reminds me, go like us on Facebook and Instagram. Do it. Do it. It's always good for a laugh. There's always some good, good jokes up there. You know, I'm very, I'm pretty, pretty proud of the memes that I can create there. So jump on there, there give go. us a like, give us a follow. <laughs> and make sure you do subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. 
it's it goes a long way to helping us out if you're listening it's every easy. week. Stop being like, tell one of your friends to subscribe. Exactly. Yeah. Tell your friends. Tell your friends about us. It goes a long way. And the same with the reviews. If you know, the more people you tell about it, the more it helps us out. It just it goes a long way to us being able to do more of this and yeah, make some more bonus content and that kind of thing. And maybe maybe actually finally do get that Patreon up and running. Oh, level three. Let's go for a swim. <laughs> and last but not least, if you do have anything that you want us to cover, any topics, any questions, anything like that at all, please send us an email at the only pop culture podcast at gmail.com. And uh, we will endeavor to do that as well, to get onto whatever you want us to talk about. So again, thank you so much for listening. Jalali, thank you so much for joining Thanks us this for week. Me. And uh, we'll see you again next week. Bye, Mum. Let's wrestle. <laughs>